WBNE. Hi, friends. Before we get started, I just want to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by our patrons. Uh, we want to build this thing to be as big as it can possibly be. We want to make more podcasts for you, for your mom, for your dad, for your sisters, your brothers, your kids, your loved ones, the, the your enemies, and your and your frenemies. We want to make the podcast for your frenemies. The pod, it's called Frenemies Pod. And what it is, is me and my frenemy from the bus in high school sit down and we frenemize each other. We want to make that podcast, but we can't do it without your help. Uh, so it, like these things take a lot of time and a lot of effort and we really love making them and we love being a part of them, but we, we do need to f- kind of justify it. So if you go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs uh, and check out the great reward tiers that we have over there. If you're not familiar with Patreon, it is a subscription service that's like super voluntary. So it's like, imagine this show is Netflix, but you don't have to pay for it. But because you want us to make more Stranger Things, you give us $5 a month. And in return, you get Stranger Things, but you also get uh, access to our Discord server and a bonus show called Super Stranger Things. Only it's not Stranger Things or Super Stranger Things. It's Bacon and Eggs and the Hash Browns. Isn't that freaking awesome? So I know you're thinking about it. I know we're midway through the month, but you should really try it out. Uh, We won't charge your card until March 1st if you sign up today. So you get like 10 days of just trying out uh, the Bacon and Eggs Patreon for absolutely free. And uh, if 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 uh, you decide you don't like it, then leave. I guess that's not very nice, but you can. I I won't I won't I won't hold it against you. I totally get it. Also, any new and upgrading patrons this month get a free sticker. I have both stickers. They're awesome. I'm gonna show them to Ethan here in just a minute between this part and the actual part, which you get to hear if you do the ten dollar tier, which is the unedited show. Anyway, you're gonna love it. Check out Patreon.com/slash/BaconAndX. I've been rambling way way too long. This this movie was really really good, and I really want to talk about it. So just uh 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 page. Patreon, uh, com slash bacon and eggs, no sandwich, just like Harley Quinn. Uh, 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 thank you for listening and thank you for donating. You're the best and I love you. I love you. I love you. You had me at hello. All right. Thank you so much for donating. Thank you even more for listening. Howdy, Yokes, and welcome back to I'm And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today we're getting broken up with. And we're taking it very badly. So blow up your ex's acid factory. And lose your sandwich. Because today we're bringing you Birds of Prey. Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. It is not. It is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. It was Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, and then the name was changed. No, the name was not changed. The name is changed by, like, Regal, who doesn't get to change the name of movies. Really? That's just how they're marketing it, like, at movie theaters. Oh, I didn't know that. I did not know that. Either way, you know what I did know, Ethan? What do you know? This movie, uh, Harley Quinn, was directed by Kathy Yen. It was released February 7th, 2020, just 11 days ago on an $82 million budget. Um, did, are you calculating one on every movie? Oh, no, now? sorry. That's uh, still just written <laughs> from the last. It has made that money back. That is a lot more. So, uh, <laughs> I think Parasite costs $11 million, which is 13.5 billion won. Yes. So like, this is way more won than that. 
Hold on. It's made $145.9 million worldwide so far, which is a little low, but it's an early year kind of release. It's got a pretty even uh, feeling from critics and audiences, 78 critics, 79 audience on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 60 on Metacritic. That's uh, 97.767 billion won. <laughs> FYI, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I know that now. Thank you. I was really concerned about that particular piece of. You're welcome. Do you have a, a professionally negative review for this film? Oh, do I? It's from our old friend at the New Yorker, no, Richard it's Brody. Not. He did not see this. He did he would see not this sit movie down and watch this. He would never. Richard Brody says this about Birds of Prey. Under the film's hyper-formatted style and impersonal action, there's a pretty good movie straining to break out, which makes the waste of its creator's earnest exertions all the more dismaying. You know what? He's not all that wrong. I, so, yeah. So, uh, Linda Cook, Quad City Times, Davenport, Iowa, um, which is one of four of the Quad Cities. <laughs> one of the four <laughs> Quad Cities. Uh, she's specifically Davenport. That's, Congratulations. That is Iowa being like, hey, Minnesota, we got four of them yeah that's exactly what it is there's apparently an iowa minnesota rivalry yes it's a it's a sports thing right yeah i guess so it's co- it's gotta be college sports since iowa college, definitely doesn't yeah. have any professional teams in it <laughs> um anyway linda cook says birds of prey soars with violent female empowerment four out of four which uh, well, i mean i get okay i get both of these reviews i get both of them uh let me let me go binary as a proponent of the superhero genre and the anti-hero genre and the villain genre and like this, you know what I'm trying to say, the comic book yeah. to film genre, uh, I can only say that a film that is watchable with a female person of color director and all female leads is worth spending your $12 Yeah, on. for sure. Tw- I, one, one on binary. Uh, my caveat is that you, you may not love it but i still think you should see it yeah for sure Uh, i would agree with that i would uh, let me just dive right into some review like there's no world in which this is not as worth watching as shazam oh i would totally that is a good comparison that i didn't even think because like they're both dc and shazam did much better both like critically and at the box office yes and shazam shazam got a lot of praise that i felt like it did not didn't deserve and this gets a lot of hate that i feel like it doesn't deserve yes because like the reason we're doing this this week a week after it came out we pushed it back from parasite is you texted me two days before it came out with a rotten tomato score of 92 percent and said which has plummeted it has plummeted for sure. I'm I'm unsurprised. But you you sent me a 92 percent and said I think we should cover it. And I was like I can't argue with that under any circumstance. At 92 percent, like how am I supposed to what what is my defense here? There isn't one. Yeah. There's no reason not to see this movie. No. And and I'll say this. It it got a, it starts on a really tough footing in that like Suicide Squad was just garbage Bad. yeah it was just like it was really really terrible jared so leto not to... being in this movie is a very bold call that i very much liked i did too because i felt like you could have easily dropped him in here even as like a cameo even as like a flashback do you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. like the mo- like a lot of the film is about harley quinn dealing with the breakup and i think the fact that he's not in it at all yeah not him not his car not his cronies nobody nobody the villain is still like a clown mask villain. Uh, he doesn't wear a clown mask, but his goons do. Yeah, he wears like a luchador mask, like an all black Gucci luchador mask. My understanding is that Black Mask, the character when he's not, oh god, I couldn't even begin to tell you the guy's name. Um, Roman my, Roman Sionis. Polanski. Roman Sionis. <laughs> Roman Sionis. My understanding is that like he's supposed to be like a germaphobe when he's not wearing the mask, and then like a psycho when he is. Like the mask changes you kind of thing, right? That was not in this movie at all. Well, that that was what I gathered from the film. I have no idea who Roman. Oh really? I didn't get. 
get yeah. that at all. Oh, well, he like he had his goon do all the like carving of people's faces off and stuff. But anytime he saw like a snot bubble or the blood, he'd be like, <laughs> and then like when he put the mask on at the end, there was that like sort of chaotic like something within something has changed within me. Something is not the same. I'm through playing by the rules of someone else's game. So he turns yeah. into a witch. He lets it go. You know, let it go. Dif- different songs. No. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Something has changed right. within me is, is defying gravity. You're right. I, I got the singer right. Yeah, you got the singer right. Yeah, I truthfully, I didn't even I like it didn't even cross my mind. Um, so I think that is I knew the name Victor Zaz. I don't know why I know that. I'm sure he was a character in Arrow or something, because there's a lot of crossover content between Arrowverse and this. Yeah, I'm sure. There's yeah. <laughs> you know, there's only so many like DC bad guys and they really ran through a lot of them in Suicide Squad just made a lot of them unusable well yes and not to mention that like Black Canary is like one of the main characters and Huntress is one of the main characters in the first season and is, and is she is, did, did, Mary yeah. Elizabeth Winstead yeah I stan that's true when uh, it's, it looks like Victor Zaz has been portrayed by a person I'm confused First look at Victor Zaz in Gotham I believe that looks completely different is like bald and scary instead of uh, silver-haired and fairly jovial. So Francois Chow, I knew I knew him from somewhere. He's the Dharma Initiative guy. Uh, is that the guy movie. that plays Victor and Zaz? He's like a, no, no, he's like a minor character. He's the Asian dude. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. He was, uh, yeah, the, the Dharma Initiative, yeah. Um, he has been in one critically acclaimed film, and it was Rescue Dawn. Oh, God. The movie we hated. <laughs> I'm curious if we revisited, if we would still hate it. Yeah. Christian Bale and Steve Zahn. What a... Wow. I did not Lucky enjoy s- it. I mean, I couldn't possibly tell you what it was about. We were so young and so not paying attention. Oh, it was about um, POWs in like Vietnam. Oh, that sounds awful. Anyway. Who's the guy um, that plays Victor's ass? So I've watching seen this movie... Something. Hang on. You you continue. I'm going to look up Victor's ass. The film ends and I'm sitting there... Christmas scene. And I'm running through this sort of process with myself of like, I just really don't know if this film knew its target audience you know i felt like it really went like hardcore violent gory in some parts and then really pulled punches in other parts and then i just don't know that and all the while i'm realizing that this film didn't not know its audience i'm just not this film's audience yeah i think that was definitely the case yeah it was i was like oh right 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 right. not every superhero movie has to be for mid-20 cis white dudes yeah I fell, I fell into that trap as well, yeah. where I was like, I've enjoyed movies more than this. And then I was like, eh, it's probably not my thing, though. Like, this is this <laughs> definitely isn't uh, is it for me. No, it, it is it is made for, uh, and it's, it's good. I really, really like it. If a kid, if like a, you know, an edgy teenage girl were to approach me and say that she thinks that Helena Bertinelli or Dina Lance or Harley Quinn are like these awesome badass women that they look up to I, I mean i would be like well they're all villains so you need to reshape that mentality but i see where you're coming from and they're all great characters definitely and, and i'm with that <laughs> it definitely did a lot toward like reclaiming the harley quinn character as well yes uh have you seen these reviews that are like oh harley quinn's not hot enough yeah and that's like what? those are those are certified like rotten tomatoes reviews Ugh. it sucks man people suck men are for trash one, for one how dare you margot robbie the most beautiful woman on earth uh how dare you say that about her on the other hand it's like that's really not the point it's even not the a point little at bit. all yeah this is like a woman who's fallen into a vat of poison and then is hyper depressed and is absolutely bonkers right and like 
her, you know, character in in the comic books wears like a full body Harlequin suit. Yes. So like the daddy's little monster baseball tee was not exactly, you know, a a canon article. I think that I think that she's probably worn a variety of different things in the comics. I'm sure, but like when I think Harley Quinn, I don't I still don't pull the images from Suicide Squad. No, neither do I. Suicide Squad was bonkers. Um I will say, uh, what is a worse crime? Benedict Cumberbatch or Ewan McGregor doing an American accent? Ewan McGregor is way better at an American accent than uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was in Doctor Strange. I feel like he has improved one, his American accent, but I feel like on day one they were like, "Ewan, you're doing an American accent." And he was like, "I'm doing a what?" And they were, he was, they were like, "You're doing an American accent." And they filmed the first scene on day one because I remember the first scene where he talks. I was like, "Is that? Is he doing it?" Is he not? Is he is he doing it? Is he not? I don't think he is. That's oh, he's just English. Okay. Hello there. Hello there. I did really enjoy his performance though. Did you? Yeah, I really did. If you were to compare Ewan McGregor's Black Mask to I don't want to go unfair. I was gonna say like Jeff Bridges is at Obadiah, but that's that's an unfair comparison, right? Yeah. Obadiah underrated. Yeah. What about like uh that's one you're not gonna like? Uh Guy Pierce as uh, Yeah, I would say pretty on par. Oh my god, who's Guy Pierce playing? Uh the the Mandarin. Was he Aldrich the Mandarin? Killian. Or Aldrich Killian, yeah. I almost said the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would uh, second thought. Second thought. Here's what we do, Marvel. Let's talk. You own Star Wars. You own Disney. I mean, Disney, you own Star Wars. You own Marvel. Can I get a recut of Iron Man 3 where it's Pedro Pascal in the Mandalorian suit every time it's supposed to be Aldrich Killian? That would be pretty good. Like, just just instead of the Mandarin, it's the Mandalorian. Do you want to just revisit Iron Man 3 on Bacon and Eggs right There's now? A, honestly, the, the movie this reminded me of most was Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah. Depressed, sort of. And the narration. Uh, and the, nar- the, so first the narration. first person narration. This is an interesting thing. I, I wanted to talk about this. I was thinking about this during the film. The narration is brilliant because it's not narration, right? It is we, like the whole film is we hear what Harley hears. What do you mean? That like there are times in the film where she like responds to the narration or her voice picks up the narration, but like it wouldn't make sense to the person. Oh yeah, she's no, we're hearing to. her internal monologue, right? And like telling but herself it's flashbacks. Also, but no, I w- as soon as the narration started, I was like, oh god, we're getting like a first person character narration here, and I don't normally love those. That's a tough sell for me. Like, oh yeah, it's, I don't. It's hate, like a, I don't hate a narrator. I like a third person, like Greek chorus, voice of God type narrator. I feel like again, this is me not knowing who the audience is because I'm not the audience. So how dare they? Uh, this is falling somewhere between like, what if we made Iron Man three but Fight Club, but also boondock saints all the same movie <laughs> i mean this <laughs> is just this is this is dc this is dc being like hey we're still gritty i promise i didn't think it was trying to be gritty that actually i'm surprised by that you that you think that i don't think it was trying to be gritty i think it's just by the nature of the story is grittier than most marvel stories yes i do think dc does better in an animated and on the page sort and I, I, mean, I don't watch a lot of the animated stuff but i do know that the dc comic shows I don't know this, but I feel like they're more well received critically than like the Marvel shows. Um, and I do I feel think, like, well, I think uh, Marvel and DC have both has both had their hits and misses as far as TV shows go. Yes, I also love the DC live action show. So who am I kidding? I was going to um, say you are like an Arrowverse stan. I, you got to be careful saying that, Ethan, because a lot of people will be like, oh, my God, Tyler knows Arrowverse in and out. He's I don't think no, I don't think you do. I don't think you've ever seen an episode of The Flash, but I, I I watched the pilot and probably the next two episodes of Flash. And that was actually when I was like, you know what? I have this perfect little memory of Arrow. I'm going to stop my whole thing here. Yeah, just I'm just put, put the brakes on all of it and let it ride. <laughs> just let me enjoy what I enjoyed. And then the rest of this universe can develop. And I'm sure I'll miss out on some great things. But what I know and what I love is good. And I'm going to hold on to that memory. 
Uh, and I've, I've continued to do that because I did not like the flash and a lot of people were like, Oh, I loved the flash. And I was like, Oh, that means it's just going to be more like this. Uh, so do you not talk to me about crisis on infinite earths? I know what happens at the end and I'm very sad about it and I have not watched it. I mean, they're all CW shows, man. Like that you can only expect so much. <laughs> I mean, you, you say that, but like gossip girls stood the test of time. Has it? I think if you watched it, you'd be surprised how well it held up. I mean, there's definitely some stuff where like Chuck Bass hits on a 14 year old in the first episode and then like redeems himself in the second episode so like i i get it right but like have you ever seen an episode of smallville no i won't do it it is unwatchable i do not understand (laughs) it's monster of the week uh no you're thinking supernatural are they not both the same thing? Smallville Superman. I know, but isn't it still just like Superman fights the monster of the week? I That's don't, all Arrow I is. I don't know. Oh. Do you think I've seen more than like a consecutive, do you think I've seen consecutive episodes of Smallville? There was like hundreds. <laughs> it was on forever. <laughs> I didn't realize it was Superman until it was over. Of course, I mean, that was just like a, you didn't watch it once. Because it's not thing. Superman. It's, it's Clark Kent, the TV show. <laughs> That's so boring. And like, yeah, Supernatural's the same way. That's also a CW show, I think. Yeah. If not, it's it's the same thing. Like, and that's got WB like 14 five. seasons. What'd you say? I said the WB5. Wasn't that what yeah, the RIP, CW was? Yeah, WB5. <laughs> Warner Brothers Television. I mean, that's all it is now. It's the same thing, right? I guess. I don't know. Um, birds of Prey, though. No birds. Very few birds. Very few birds. Big disappointment. Um, I liked Harley's development. I liked her character. I, I liked the action sequences. I I didn't know you're going to get on me about this. I felt like the action sequences weren't like gory enough. And I know that I'm like, I. <laughs> Tyler, who can't watch Hunt for the Wilder People because the gore bothers him. I know. I hate that I'm this way. I just have to have faults. Uh, but do you know what I the mean? The action sequences got, I was tired of action by the end of this movie. I Okay. Hold There's... on. Let's talk about something we stand right from the get go. Harley Quinn doing roller derby is. Oh, for sure. That's the best thing that's ever happened. Yeah, absolutely. And just absolutely murking people left and right. Yes, yes. For sure. I'm I'm all in on that. I'm all in. Harley Quinn's whole breakup, like her post-breakup sequence was fantastic. Like buying a hyena, uh, <laughs> starting roller derby, naming the hyena Bruce. So that is, is that going to be Robert Pattinson? You keep saying this. I don't think he's involved. Involved with what? The 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 DQ. Is he not? Is it just a Matt Reeves like sort of Chris Nolan type thing? I think so. That's pretty cool. I as far as I know, it's like I if they if they change the actor for Batman, and like completely do this whole like reveal of the redo and everything, I'm gonna light him on fire. I'm gonna take an entire episode to to pull the DCEU apart. Like you lost Ben Affleck. You did. You you pushed him away. You don't get a Batman in this universe anymore. Batman's dead. Did he die? Is that is that the fit? I don't... <gasps> I have to tell you when I cried during the movie. I don't know if he died or not. I don't really care. I, Justice League is stupid. It's all dumb. I don't want any of these movies to keep make, being made. <laughs> Disband the Justice League. Make a formal you, statement saying you you have cut uh, Wonder Woman and Aquaman out of the Justice League and let them make their own movies unburdened. Do you know when I cried during this film? I did not cry during this film. <laughs> I'll tell you when I cried. It was during the previews when the Wonder Woman 84 preview Oh played. my god. It it looks and so she, bad. It looks so good. It's Are you not, kidding it me? It, it's 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 just gonna be another like oh man we're trendy 80s movie it's so unnecessary oh i need everything about it i cry i literally cried it's like this she would be lassoed some lightning and i sobbed this would be if if after 
World War II, after Steve went in the ice, they woke him back up in the 80s, and they were like, let's do an 80s movie about Captain America. And then put him back to sleep. Except she's awake the whole time. I'm just, I'm gonna play the trailer so I can listen. The oh song God. from the trailer is so good. But the like, we don't need a Wonder is... Woman movie about the 80s. This is the last thing. Oh, I need the, oh. It is just gratuitous. And boy, it looks so bad. Oh, it looks it's so good. It's got Chris Pine, who's dead, not understanding what a trash can is. Gal Gadot should be in every movie oh, ever she, made. No. You got a weird idea of who we're giving the world to in 2020. Uh, and let me tell Dern you, it's not, it's not Gal Gadot. It's Margot Robbie. I cannot wait for Wonder Woman 1984. I'll, I'll review this with somebody else if I have to. I cannot wait. I need like I a Wonder Woman t-shirt. just don't want to cover the DQ. We are doing that right now. I, are we? Crack. Are we though? That's the real question. <laughs> Nobody's really sure. This is my problem with the DQ. Nobody's really sure. Because that's, the that's only, the like only connection it. this has to the Justice League movies is Ben Affleck's Batman jumping on a car in Suicide Squad. Oh, did that happen? Yeah, they play Yellow Lamborghini by... Rick Ross, or Purple Lamborghini by Rick Ross featuring Skrillex when Batman jumps on top of uh, Joker's Lambo. <laughs> Got that pur so purple Lamborghini lurking. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. But I'm going to cry again watching this trailer. Oh my God. I'm cry about what? <laughs> I just love it. It's a trailer it. for a superhero movie. It's so There's good. not an it's emotional everything. moment in the trailer. <laughs> oh, it's so. What are you talking about? Not an emotional moment. How many times have you seen somebody lasso lightning? <laughs> It's honestly this song that gets it's me so just, much. It's knockoff Thor. Uh, you know what I'm excited for? Thor Love and Thunder. I'm excited for Taika Waititi presents Wonder Woman. They'd probably be better. He's not a female. They only get female directors. For, I think it's the same lady. I mean, that should be the case. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Facts. But if there's one man that I could pick to direct a Wonder Woman movie, it would be Taika Waititi. I'm, oh my gosh. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I'm not excited for. Truth be told, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. You know, I'm I'm curious. I'm very curious about that <coughs> because um, James Gunn, he's made two movies I really do like. I mean, volume two was meh. It was best. bad. It was it was unforgivably bad. But first one was so good. The first and one was such so a, good. But once you make bad that bad sequel, you don't squad. get the job. Like, do you know what's funny is he gets his job for this and volume three. Yeah. <laughs> Just being a horrible person. This is like, we we double rewarded him for getting canceled. <laughs> it wasn't our best move. But that's my thing. Is like it, it, my, my hatred for James Gunn. Yes, what he did, what he said was deplorable. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with like, you make a movie that bad, you don't hire the guy again. I mean, I see where you're coming from, Ethan. There's no doubt about that. I just love movies though, you know? I just feel like, we should do a podcast about how much I love movies. We do do a podcast about how much you love movies. And every time I try to criticize anything, you're like, yeah, but just let people like it. <laughs> I just love movies so much. That doesn't also, mean I, I, have... I also love movies. It does not mean I want to watch a James Gunn Suicide Squad movie. Well, you're going to end up having to because for whatever reason, even though our audience doesn't demand it, we end up doing all the superhero flicks. Uh, which reminds me, we didn't do Aquaman. What a smack in the face to DC. Yeah, hey, I know I'm made still this. here for it. <laughs> what, what a! I heard you made that critically acclaimed superhero film with that guy from Game of Thrones. We're just gonna not talk about it. We had other things going on. Did we? I don't even remember what we were talking about at the time. Was it? Was it something good? Was it? Like I don't know. We covered it was Back Christmas to the 2018. <laughs> okay, then I don't know. 
<laughs> it was a non-Star Wars Christmas. It was, uh, but there was four blockbusters, and I think we, I think that was the blockbuster Christmas. I mean, they're all blockbuster Christmas. There was four of them, and we chose to do one. Yeah. Uh, that sounds about right. We try one. not to make our audiences go to the theater every week. Yeah, which is a challenge, because like last week we did Parasite, right? Uh, which like you had to rent on iTunes, because I would imagine finding like a, like I feel like it's easy to find a version of that that's not super good. <laughs> that doesn't have subtitles? <laughs> that doesn't have subtitles. Uh, so you like had to rent it on iTunes. Plus, like you want to get the the 4K version if possible, especially with that film. And then this week we made you go to the theater to see uh, Birds of Prey. And I wanted to do Sonic for next week. I'm just going to play a Sonic born. Uh, I really have no desire to see it. Like, really? Yeah, none. Oh, I love Ben Schwartz. I feel like I should support him. I don't know. I, I just, I never really wanted it to be made in the first place. The idea of it <laughs> is abhorrent to me. Uh, it doesn't look special. It doesn't look special. It like, and I just, their whole fake, oh, we're remaking the movie thing. <laughs> okay. I hate it. I hate it. Because now, and it's doing well in theaters because people feel like they have to go see it. I've seen so many people on the social media being like, well, God, they remade this movie because I complained about it. Now I got to go see it. It's just a pathetic marketing tactic. Also, I think they forgot they were supposed to release it. I really truly do because like it opened at like a 72 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is like a perfectly acceptable score for a movie like that. That's exactly what I would expect. Right. right but they right. didn't release the score till like 11 a.m. Tuesday or Thursday morning. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. So and, like uh, I straight up think that they, because I saw, I didn't see a trailer for, for all of January or any of the beginning of February. Like after Christmas, Sonic stopped existing. I didn't know when it was coming out. I had no idea. And all of a sudden, like Tuesday, I see a Sonic trailer every other tweet. You know what I think is interesting about Sonic is the cover art uh, gives top billing to James Marsden and Jim Carrey, but not to Ben Schwartz. Well, he's just a voice actor. Okay. He's also not a big deal. He's been around for a while. He was Jean Ralphio on Parks and Rec and nothing else. That's that is not, not exactly a movie audience. He's in The Force Awakens. As the guy that beat boops for BBA. <laughs> He's in apparently a lot of stuff. He's in uh, uh, Lego Movie 2 as Bernarnar. As who? Apparently there's Banana, I'm guessing. Bananar. But here's my thing with the Sonic movie is like, there's no way they looked at that first model. Like that is an incomplete movie. My understanding is the only thing that they had finished was, was the trailer. It's gotta be because like, there's no way they were like, yeah, we're going to print the whole movie like this. This looks great. It just doesn't. It's nobody would ever look at the original Sonic model and been like, that's what we should go with. Nobody. They released like a poster beforehand. Do you remember that? The original Sonic poster? Yeah. And it had like his legs and they were like... He wasn't wearing shoes or something? Yeah. I don't know. I just have no interest in seeing it. Maybe we'll cover it. I don't know. I have a... a I don't want to... I would like to cover something next week that people might have seen. What movies have people seen? I don't know. But at the same time, our audience, it, it, especially people on Discord, every single week are like, are you going to cover the new movie for this week? And like, we're just not that podcast. No, we're not. You know what else I've decided is I... Uh, God, these Sonic posters are terrible. Good Lord. Uh, my, my goal with Bacon and Eggs is... To not be your average movie podcast. So then we don't cover Sonic. Got it. Sonic. I'm going to play a Sonic born. My thing is like people, we, we, we've already missed the, like, I don't, this is my thing is I don't want to do two the movies weeks. in a week on the wrong, or two movie, two new movies in a row on the wrong week. Yeah. Yeah. I also know that it's February and we haven't done like a single Black History Month thing. So maybe we should do something. Yeah, we should do. That. I was definitely also thinking that. But yeah. also like the reviews that I've seen from people that have seen Sonic so far, like real people that have seen it have been like, yeah, that's a perfectly acceptable kids movie. Yeah. <laughs> I sat through a film. And like, we don't really cover kids movies here. <laughs> oh, next week on Bacon and Eggs, Paw Patrol the movie. No, no, thank you. <laughs> Family friendly does not mean content created for children. 
I know. That's why we're not doing Paw Patrol the movie. We're doing Pokemon 2000. Is that the one with uh, Lugia and the really sad Ocarina song? I believe so. Yeah, that's a good one. Banger. Probably terrible. Probably terrible. Haven't seen it since college. I, I would be surprised if it had a Rotten Tomatoes score. I would be. Um, I think it was, re- it was released in theaters. It was definitely released in theaters. I saw it. Pokemon the movie 2000, no score. Oh, no. Score. no. Oh, God. Oh, no. It has the score. Oh, oh God. yeah. It is not good. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. Oh, but Veronica Taylor has, has a headshot got... and voiced a character in this movie. It's got a 56% audience score based on 59,000 user ratings. <laughs> 59,000 people went on Rotten Tomatoes and said, you know what? I'm going to review Pokemon 2000. <laughs> Fight off. Heck. Get around and review Pokemon 2000. Did you know? Pokemon Heroes, Pokemon Forever, Pokemon 3 the movie, Pokemon the movie 2000, Pokemon the first movie, Mewtwo vs. Mew, and Pokemon Mewtwo Returns. Uh, of all of those movies, the highest score is Pokemon 3 the movie with a 21%. Oh, that's the one with Entei. Yes. I, I weep. I weep every time. I also did time. not know that Ash was voiced by a grown woman named Veronica Taylor. Almost all male leads in cartoons are voiced by women. Like Name young Tara male Strong. leads. <laughs> Um, uh, but we're not was, doing the dive down IMDb what podcast. Was I gonna say? What was I going to say? Oh, the other reason I think, the, the other problem we've run into is that we definitely promised people we were going to cover the To All the Boys I Love Before sequel, and we haven't, and it's out. <laughs> oh, crap. I heard that was really, really bad. That's got a 75%. No, it doesn't. It Don't does. Don't lie to me. To All the Boys, P.S. I Still Love You. 75% critic rating and 44%, 44% audience rating. 44% audience. Audience rating based on 197 audience reviews. That is so many less than Pokemon 2000. Oh, this looks so bad. I've heard that we will like it, though, because we're Peter Kavinsky stands. I thought it was a Jordan Fisher thing. It is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he, he, uh, the the kid that she gives the letter to at the end is now Jordan Fisher. Okay, so it's just like, was the wrong person. Yeah, they they just changed the actor. Okay. I believe. I don't know. He's not listed in this cast in Rotten Tomatoes, but, oh yeah, he is. John Michael, Am- or John Ambrose McLaren. John Ambrose McLaren's dad drives a cool car. Probably. It's just based entirely on name. There was a secondary driver in Ford versus Ferrari named McLaren. It was like Bruce I, McLaren. I bet he, you know what I bet he drove? I bet he had something to do with it, at least. <laughs> um, I want to get back to Birds of Prey, though. Tell me, where were you at with the gore? I felt like I wanted a bigger hammer and I wanted, the slow-mo was in the wrong spot. You think? Yeah, it was like slow-mo, like if it was like a cartwheel into a kick to the face, the slow-mo was in the cartwheel, not the kick to the face. So this movie, this movie doesn't have a whole lot of what we would normally call story going on. (laughs) Like there's a great, there's great development with Harley Quinn and her whole breakup scene. But other than that, it's really about waiting for a small Asian girl to hoop at a diamond. (laughs) Like when it all comes down to it, when it all comes down to it, that's what this movie's about. And they just, there's some action sequences gratuitously uh, dumped on. There's also a storyline with uh, Victor Zaz and uh, Ewan McGregor. There's some weird stuff, dude. I feel like there's scenes in this movie that obviously I cannot relate to uh, that would like really make you feel like, oh, wow. Yeah, Ewan McGregor's character is horrible. Was there a, a, a but to that sentence? I don't know what you're saying. No, I, I just mean like, I, I felt like it didn't again, this is a I'm not the right audience thing. Uh, you should also sit up and talk into your microphone. I thought I was talking into my microphone. I was watching my waveforms and everything. 
Well, you sound very different now. <laughs> okay. Well, have now some, I'm here. Have some here. good audio posture. Audio posture. That's what we're here for. Welcome back to Steakin' and Begs. Here's, this is the thing, though. It's like, if I leave this in, the audience could tell the difference between your sitting. <laughs> like, they will have gone, oh, that does sound better. Oh, yeah. He's, he's right. That does. Yeah. His diaphragm isn't compressed. Diaphragm. Yep. Um... So, the villain is a bad person, is I think what you were saying. Right. He's, he's a worse person than Harley. Harley is like, you can, oh, yeah, I see where you're coming from. And the bad guy, I feel like the bad guy to a bad guy has to just be like, oh, he's evil because he is. Right. It's like we get no motivation for <laughs> for Roman other than like, oh, his dad cut him out of his own company. Dang. But it didn't seem like it mattered. He had this, appeared to be pretty successful Yeah, he appeared club. to be pretty successful. He had some money. He had a and club. He had, like, it had all these. He was able to travel the world and collect these masks. And uh, a car. He had a nice car, like a Rolls Royce. And a driver. And a, and and a, a henchman. And a singer on retainer. At his club. Who's got a, a killer singer, voice. A killer voice. I also. I, oh my gosh. Let's talk about the, the birds of prey themselves. Um, now, does the cop have I, like a cool superhero name? No. Okay, so she's just the cop. She's just the cop. The drunk I, cop. I love how they were, they they pointed out, she just says 80s cop things all the time. Yeah, that was her introduction. <laughs> and then she does, like the whole movie. And she was like uh, a good cop. She comes from a family of good cops. Good Comes from a family of good cops. Uh, I wanted more hyena. Yeah, Bruce was underutilized in this movie. Yeah, I felt sure. like there was a scene where they were like, oh, Bruce ate a dude. And then that was, that was the end of it. Yeah, and then he almost dies. But doesn't. But doesn't. From the explosion that he ran toward. Yeah. Hyenas are big. Is that what a hyena looks like? Yeah. That's a big dog. That's a big dog. Got little roundy barriers. Yeah, <laughs> that's a cute big dog. That wasn't a real hyena. That was that. that was no, a that was hyena. a CGI hyena. That was a CGI. That's what I thought. Yeah, I <laughs> didn't fool me. Yeah, DC uh, said, hey, uh, Lion King, can I borrow that particular line of code, please? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's it's just one. It's just one rendered model. They hired, they hired Industrial Light and Magic to like make the hyena and they somebody went in like file open hyena <laughs> paste <laughs> paste hyena um of the birds of prey between harley quinn the huntress and the black canary and renee montoya who do you feel like i mean do you have a favorite here i feel like like, like if you're watching it as a fan you walk out you're, you're on amazon you have ten dollars to buy a pop figure which one are you buying so here's the wild thing is like i i saw no i've never to this day seen a trailer for this movie this was like the worst advertised superhero movie ever i saw a trailer i know i'd seen the outfit that's like a clear vest with the caution tape i have i've seen i'd seen nothing not a, a trailer on instagram not on twitter not on television nowhere uh, okay I saw a poster yeah. at the movie theater like months ago and I was like, what is Birds of Prey? And then here we are. And then here we are. Eggs. So like, I didn't know what to expect from this movie, but like, I didn't know that it was like a Harley Quinn centric movie. I did not either. I thought it was going, I thought it was going to get more of each of the others. I thought it was going to be like, Harley Quinn was like included sort of. I thought, I mean, I thought she was going to be the lead as much as like Tony and Cap were the leads in Avengers. I thought she was, was going like, to be like the Joker in Suicide Squad. Okay. No, I didn't think that. But I didn't know anything about this whole team uh but it seems like black canary is the only one that has any kind of superpower and uh, i think i think harley quinn is super strong is she i don't from know the acid that... i don't really know what the acid is supposed to do to these people i don't know yeah okay so i don't know what the acid is supposed to do harley is super smart i know that i know that yeah and she's handicapped by like being crazy uh ouch. and she says that several times in this movie she's like yeah you gotta uh go get a phd and then become a psychiatrist and then fall in love with your patient and then get broken up with by your patient, then bust him out of Arkham Asylum, and then fall in acid for him, and then get broken up with him again. Yeah. 
Uh, and then the Huntress, Helena Bertinelli, is, is, I think she is in the same vein as, like, Batman, where she doesn't have, like, superpowers, but she's, like... She's super rich. Super rich and, like, trained by the League of Assassins and, like, it is, for all intents and purposes, like, an assassin beyond what any soldier would ever be. Oh, for sure. Uh, but then, yeah, Black Canary she was able to kill four thing. people with a crossbow in, like, a second. Right. The crossbow killer. <laughs> that's what got her to take the mask or that hood off. She's like, I'm not the crossbow killer. Like, what? <laughs> the Huntress. Uh, and then I guess, yeah, Perez would just have, like, cop training. She's just a cop, yeah. A drunk cop. Drunk cop. Comes from a line of drunk cops. <laughs> Yeah, I could live with that. You, you leave the theater, you go in, you pull up Amazon, and you say, I'm going to buy one pop figure from this movie because I liked it, and I would like to display that I liked it on my shelf. Which one do you buy? Uh, Harley Quinn with sandwich. Harley Quinn. Did you pull up Amazon? Is I did not, option? but if it's not a thing, it needs to be. Harley Quinn with sandwich is a good one. Uh, let's see. Let's let's go shopping. Oh, there's a, uh, there's a Harley Quinn with hyena, and she's wearing pajamas and holding ice cream. Yes, that's a good one. And Bruce has the leg. That's good. That's too. a good one. Yeah, I like uh, I like uh, Black Canary with the baseball bat. That's a good one. Oh man! And there's oh, also Harley Quinn a... with one shoe on. Harley Quinn roller derby is a good one. There's a Harley Quinn with the beaver. I do like the one with Harley Quinn with the roller skates and the hammer. There's a lot of Harley Quinn. Well, yeah. We, I mean, yeah, she's the she's the lead here. I mean, it's about her for sure. Oh, I like Harley Quinn. Is it one shoe? Oh, that is what it is. I thought there were two different boots. No, it's one boot. That's Harley Quinn leaving the club because yeah. she has the sandwich. That is Harley Quinn with sandwich. Yes. Yeah. Crying Harley Quinn with uh, with the ice cream in the pajamas might be my favorite. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. Especially since it comes with a Bruce. Yeah. And you always want a Bruce. That appears to be a BoxLunch.com exclusive. I'm on CardboardConnection.com. Are you? Because it says BoxLunch exclusive here. I believe it is. that is the case. Harley uh, Quinn broken hearted. I can I can buy them from people who have already bought them. Gotcha. I don't like that all the Roman Sionis ones are exactly the same pose. Yeah, that's a definite cop out for sure. Yeah. This is not good audio. <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway, so so you're buying Harley Quinn. That would be your your favorite character here. You didn't feel like you you got to no, yeah, spend def- enough time definitely with not. I mean, this is a Harley Quinn movie. It's about Harley Quinn. Yeah. And I actually I remember watching an interview before the film came out where um uh, uh, Margot Robbie was like, well, it's not called Harley Quinn because it's it, Harley Quinn exists with other characters, even, you know, as a comic book character, she's like a companion to Joker. Like she always is part of a group. It's she wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense to have her on a story by herself. Well, they um, kind of did. What's that? They kind of did though. And that was the, th- that was actually kind of what surprised me when I went into the film. I was like, okay, but this is all about her, just her. So yeah. I was a little sad about that. I don't know. I mean, yeah, she's a cool character for sure. I, it, but like, we didn't get to spend enough time with any of the rest of them. Yeah. I felt like you could give me a whole film about Helena Bertinelli. I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> that would sort of be like a, uh, like a, like a Black Widow movie. <laughs> oh, dude, you know what's crazy? Okay. So speaking of Black Widow, it would be like, uh, to me, to me, if you make a, if you make a Dinah Crane movie, you're making a Black Widow movie. If you're making a Helena Bertinelli movie, you're making like Dinah a... Dinah Lance. Yeah, sorry. Dinah Lance. Uh, if you make a Helena Bertinelli movie, you're making a uh, like Maria Hill movie. <laughs> Have you met Ted? Yeah, like I just don't... <laughs> she was cool. 
but she wasn't really around much. No, I liked the Huntress. Every time she's on screen, though, it, it brought me joy. Um, I hope we get more of her in, in subsequent films, even if it is as, as a side character. Well, it almost certainly will be as a side character, since the only other announced film is Suicide Squad. Is she in it? I don't know, but there's no other movies right now, so I can't speak to other movies that she might be in. But I there's sincerely doubt that we get a... <laughs> I sincerely doubt that we get a, a Huntress movie. You're probably right. But anyway, you had a point to make about Black Widow the movie. Yeah, uh, I saw previews for Black Widow and for uh, Wonder Woman 1984, which take my money now. Um, I, is there a Venmo to Gal Gadot that I can just like, you know? I don't, I don't, I don't want anything like that in return. I just want to, you know, thanks for existing. Yeah, I don't think she needs your 1250. <laughs> I bet she makes less money doing movies than she does. What is the other thing she does? Modeling? Probably. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so the Black Widow trailer. This is the first time I watched the Black Widow trailer and I, something clicked for me. I was like, okay, yeah. Let's do this. Let's see this film. I'm still not on board. <laughs> I, I'm still. I mean, I'll still give it my twelve fifty. Still cut and bacon and eggs. But I, and I'm, but I'm still not like. I want to know that I'm covering this. it on bacon and eggs, uh, begrudgingly. That is the week. That is a crossover week where Ethan and I actually go cover Les Mis on uh, Sincerely Us, and they just come and talk about Black Widow. That's I, I am only week. excited. The only thing, Black Widow, and literally, she's the first build cast member. Is I'm excited to watch Florence Pugh in another movie. Is that who that is? Yeah. Yep. Can she just take over the role? Can they like superimpose her in the rest of the Black Widow Maybe character parts? Maybe that will be the thing that happens since <laughs> Natasha Romanoff is dead AF. She did get thrown off a cliff in exchange for the Soul Stone. I don't think she's dead, but I cannot see them waiting until now to make this weird like in betweenquel if she was dead. But no, I am excited to watch... Uh, Florence Pugh in another movie but that is about it because I don't trust David Harbour to be good <laughs> because he has, I believe has the only 0% superhero movie no that can't be right like like major major motion picture superhero movies yeah I don't think any of them get zeros except for Hellboy that can't be right I mean the Incredible Hulk has like a 65 <laughs> what about Hulk the Hulk by Ang Lee the, the yeah. Eric Bana Hulk I wonder if that movie's any good I have no idea do you ever Ang Lee won, like, uh, Best Picture, like, two years later, so. <laughs> For The Life of Pi, a movie I still have not seen. I have also not seen that, but it looked cool. They, like, CG'd a tiger into a movie. Yeah, I thought I had seen it, and then I watched part of it, and I was like, I have never seen this. Oh, he did Gemini Man, too. Oh, yeah, everybody loved that one. I don't know that I would say Life of Pi seven years later was two years later. Was it seven years later? Yeah. Brokeback Mountain was two years later. I thought that Life of Pi was like 2006. Actually, I lied. Uh, Brokeback Mountain was seven years prior to Life of Pi. Hulk was 03, and Life of Pi was 12. Was it 2012? Yeah. We were college when that came out? That doesn't seem possible. I that really... doesn't seem possible, because it seems like John Wiggins talked to me about that I movie. really thought it was 2006. I feel like John Wiggins talked to me Maybe about I that Maybe I have movie. seen Life of Pi. Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. I don't know. No, uh, you're thinking of Life of Pi. With the, if you're picturing a, a film cover that is a man standing on a boat with a tiger yeah that's the one yeah been a hulk 62 percent. oh my god i've taken it back the worst film that could ever be created is being created in theaters february 21st it's tomorrow ethan tomorrow the day this comes out i don't even know if i want to tell you what it's called what is it called the impractical jokers movie oh god why i can think of no worse television why i just feel like one they're just four cis het white dudes that are mean to each other and then laugh the entire time and two even if you're into like schadenfreude blue humor it's not funny yeah no it's definitely not it's just bad oh, i hate that this is a real thing apparently hellboy has a 17 percent. i thought it was a zero percent yeah I don't know why. go hellboy Somebody told me it was a 0%, and I guess I believed them. I'm sure at some point it was. Yep, David Harbour Hellboy, 17%. I wonder if 
if it was any good. I wonder, like, because I remember when that came out, there was a bunch of people who were like, oh, critics don't know anything, man. This movie's sweet. I wonder if those people are just wrong, which usually those people are wrong. But I, I have no ground to stand on. I didn't see it. The uh, highest rated Hellboy movie is Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. With? 86%. That's pretty good. Oh, the Ron Perlman ones have 81 and 86% respectively. That's pretty good. Go wrong. Yeah, they're good movies. I mean, I haven't seen the second one, but the first one's good. It's a good movie. Came out a long time ago. Not long enough for there to have already been a remake that's a couple years old by now, but a long time ago nonetheless. Okay, Spider-Man. I mean, yeah, it's it was too soon to reboot Spider-Man three times. Oh, man. You should know the good thing about Spider-Man is that he's such a good and easy to portray and write for a character that, like... Like, I was talking to uh, a coworker about this today. Of course, that detail doesn't matter. But, like, Joker and Harley Quinn in the uh, Suicide Squad universe fall into, like, the same category as Spider-Man in that they're, like, just granted their superpower or their, like, chaotic feature in that, like, they fall into a vat of poison or they're bit by a spider as opposed to the, like, non-super characters where like even Batman sort of falls in that category because he like trains with the super assassins and stuff like that um, as opposed to what I imagined the like most recent Joker film was where like there is no superpower he's just a crazy person I don't think there's a Batman either a Batman that like exists in that universe which you know oh in the Joker universe yeah I don't think anybody yeah, has there's... superpowers I might be wrong still haven't seen it I, th- um, I don't think we're gonna watch it and if we do I don't really care if it's spoiled I think there is a young Bruce Wayne towards the end is there okay I think that that's a thing um, although I will say say watching this movie kind of made me want to watch it a little bit <laughs> i you know it's crazy is is i've said that once it comes out on streaming i'll probably end up seeing it i don't know that there's a like a non pay to rent version to see it like a netflix disney plus obviously it's not disney plus there is Can not you freaking imagine <laughs> there's not it is still uh, uh, you still have to like, pay like 4.99 yeah. um I would they, like, i'll tell you what itunes is jacking those prices up too i know what the heck N- new <laughs> movies are starting to be, get expensive i think i paid like 6.99 to watch uh parasite did you really did i pay 6.99 to watch Parasite? maybe it's something else i watched something else recently that was that was either 599 or 6.99 to rent I, I and think, like 25 uh, to buy and it was like i'm gonna start using Redbox again right <laughs> like we're getting to the point where it's kind of worth going out and getting the dvd oh yeah if it's something that i think that i'm gonna see more than once or i think it would be nice to have on an airplane as i travel more and more i will just plain buy it i i bought ford versus ferrari for 20 dollars <laughs> because i had to see it and it wasn't available for rent and I had to see it. I still haven't seen it. Well, uh, you can log into my iTunes and watch it, by God, because it's it's bought there. It's there. It's in 4K in all its glory. You will absolutely love it. I'm sure I will. It looks good. I know I've said that every week since I watched it, but like I do think it was of the like, with the exception of Parasite, which is like obviously an artwork of the Oscar like best best picture things. I think it was my favorite. I'm trying to think of what my favorite was. I still think it's probably Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I I enjoyed. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari a lot more than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It, it 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 occupies a lot of similar spaces. Like it is it is much more fun than the other nominees. No, that's not true. The most fun was Jojo Rabbit. Ooh, that was I fun. Seen that, one yet. that was a fun one. That's what I paid six ninety nine to watch. Well, you know those those films out of uh. New Zealand. The Kiwis. Oh, we're back to Kiwis. Can I have a Kiwi doll in my house? No, we're not doing this again. <laughs> if there's... A, we can talk about birds. I'm willing to talk about birds on this episode. I made a tweet about birds, but... Welcome to your favorite ornithological podcast. This week on the show, I'm interviewing Harley Quinn herself. That's what the Hash Friends is this week. We just talk about birds. Birds. We talk about birds on the show all the time. People be like, oh my God, more bird birds content. Birds and eggs. Get it? Birds, birds, birds lay, lay eggs. eggs. Birds lay eggs. That's the show. <laughs> birds and eggs. Water too wet. <laughs> that took me a second. Yeah. 
Birds Lay Eggs. Welcome back to Birds Lay Eggs. I'm your host, Tyler Attenborough. Tyler Attenborough. <laughs> Today... <laughs> That's what we could do. We could we could we could pick a YouTube video to not tell people what YouTube video it is and just sort of narrate what the birds are doing. <laughs> we just pick a YouTube video of birds. Yeah, like, just like, like of birds like, doing bird like, stuff. Like uh, like uh, let me. If I, you know what, I'll help you out with this. I'm gonna just Google birds. <laughs> 4K burbs. The first thing that comes up when you type in birds, I just typed in birds, not 4K birds. I typed in birds and it's calming TV for cats, colon, cat TV, dash, my garden town. birds, dash, relaxing nature, music for cats to sleep. 1.8 million views. It is eight hours and nine minutes long. This one's two hours and four minutes, 46 minutes. This is going to be a long, long hash long browns. Hash brown. Problem is, I don't have any idea. On a shot of the Serengeti, we see a creek as it winds through and trees growing in all directions. There are fallen branches and tree trunks scattered throughout this wilderness graveyard. So African is this our hash brown for the week? Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, this cat's sleep video that I was watching, Calming TV for Cats, does kind of smack. This is my favorite video I've ever seen on the entire internet. This is the greatest piece of content okay, that please, has ever been Okay, please produced. send me this bird video that you're watching. Oh my god. It's not funny in the slightest, but you need to... What you have a 4K monitor? Uh, no. A 1080? I have 2.7K. Okay, it's gonna look even better than my screen then. Yeah, I was gonna but say, you have matter. my monitor and it was not 4K. No, it's 1080. HDMI, though, makes a difference. This is some rich content. Oh my god, the bird eats Thanks a bug. Thanks for watching subscribe for more videos get that bell on oh, we <laughs> really that... do we really do open on the serengeti why would i lie to you about this? i just it sounded like such bull poop this is that this is my me training oh, to be a, a good, dungeon good master cut. good cut if this was being narrated this would be a great documentary this, that's why we're going to narrate it yeah but you weren't narrating it like david attenborough would have narrated planet earth no he would have been like and this is george <gasps> that's a dragonfly these are <gasps> these are some chubby birds sitting do you on a see stick. these shots do you see these shots? yeah it's this fantastic. is a, this is birds of prey like we never deserved it wow this is, this so is, we, I, I can link to this. I got on the bookmark. This actually. is erudite podcasting right here. I'm gonna link to this. It's uh, <laughs> but if you want to look it up on YouTube, it's 4K 10 bit color amazing African birds dot part three dash African wildlife video dash three HRS beautiful bird sounds. It is two hours and forty six minutes long, and the hash browns will be Ethan and I chatting while watching the birds. And so, until such a time, I will pause it to listen to Ethan and I chat about that. Pledge ten dollars monthly to Ethan and I. No, five dollars monthly. That is the type of content that before show Tyler was talking about, which because I don't edit this show, if you didn't know this, dear listener, I record that right before we record the show. I'll tell you what, Inesita Puignet really nailed it with this comment that says, I appreciate wild sound with no music. Thanks for that. <laughs> really nailed that one on the head. You know what's funny is I've been watching it when I was listening to Gravedigger by Dave Matthews Band because I just did, I'm the king of multitasking on this podcast. <laughs> if by multitasking, do you mean not paying attention? No, that's because you the are thing. the king of doing that. No, I am paying attention. The 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 Gravedigger is just it's there to kind of keep you. You know, do you see this? This is what this is what it keeps you with. Amazing nature relaxation therapy. Mm. Relaxation therapy just said these birds are so beautiful. They are amazing animals i know it's a lot of work but it would be amazing to see a label for each bird thanks for posting these dash I, h you know it's crazy 
You know, it's crazy, dear commenter. I thought the exact same thing. I did as well. <laughs> I thought the exact. I was like, "Wow, this is amazing." What kind of bird is that? Martin Shkreli oh. taught me that any comment that is labeled dash H came directly from the soul of Harambe. So he really wants who to know who taught you this. Martin Shkreli, <laughs> the criminal with the Wu Tang album. The criminal with the Wu Tang album. <laughs> Do you not remember the part on Twitter where he was like? I speak for Harambe. Every tweet labeled dash H is from Harambe's consciousness. Grave <laughs> oh, digger, when you dig my grave. Okay. I, I paused on this bird like halfway through nomming on this uh, bug. And he's just <laughs> like, oh. You could just click right through. Boom. Great bird shot. Boom. Serengeti. Oh, no. Squarespace ad. Still Squarespace a great shot. <laughs> Oh, the Serengeti we do not deserve. Oh, Serengeti in my face. Uh, I'm so actually let watching me tell this you video. about something that's been really bothering me lately, Ethan. Stop cupping the <laughs> mic immediately. <laughs> Earlier, I'm going to stand up for this because I feel like I need some space. Oh, God, I need to be able to stretch. <laughs> I need that's that's exactly what I need. I've been doing a lot of standing at work lately. And I, it's, it's been changing my life. Okay, so earlier today, I was chatting with my two best friends, you and Mary Clay, um, about Mary Clay posted on her Instagram story something absolutely criminal. It was that she prefers self-checkout to live person checkout. And you guys both gave me so much crap about this because for whatever because reason, you immediately you came in with your boomer opinion. That no, it was just it's like, not a boomer oh, opinion. Regular person store. It's a regular person. It's an art form. Bag the grocery. Ring the grocery. Bag the grocery. Chat with the patron. It's what makes the grocery store worth going to. But I don't want to chat with a stranger. The grocery store. I do. That's why I went to the grocery store. I went to Kroger for the excellent service. If I wanted cheap groceries, I would have gone to Food Lion. What excellent service are you getting at Kroger? When was the excellent last time you met service. a competent cashier? <laughs> you know what drives me crazy is when they're not competent because every so often, every you go so into Kroger, every time, every so often you go into a Kroger and you meet a cashier who really loves their job, who really takes pride in the work they do. And there's nothing better than meeting people who take pride in the work that they do. It's just so refreshing and so like, wow, the work you do helps you provide for your family and also helps this business support its community. But instead, you hate everything about your job. <laughs> yeah, Kroger. So, every, every, you know, <laughs> when I think of community, I think of Kroger. The third you know largest what? company in the you world. I know, maybe you don't have a Kroger. Kroger sponsors local high schools. <laughs> I'm going to Kroger's events. Kroger sponsors local high school, like, booster programs. Kroger has, uh, like, discounts in the, uh, like, high school card things. Um, they employ a lot of high schoolers, which is really cool. It's a great program, okay? Okay, so let's here's, just... Here's the, uh, you can use... No, the, the self-checkout is the worst possible you thing. You can use what your... If, one, what if you're buying alcohol? Boom. Okay, so don't bring alcohol your... through the self-checkout. Okay, sir, I need to check your ID. And then it's like, oh my gosh, okay, here you go, buddy. I'm, I promise you I'm of age. I know you're not, because I used to work here, and they're definitely not putting a 21 plus in this section of the store. So just like, chill, bro. We're good. And then, what if you're buying produce? It's like, oh, I'm going to bring up these avocados and limes. That's criminal. You can't just do that. That's breaking the law. Actually, I can. And, and I, I don't do. want to know the codes. I don't want to cycle through the codes. I've had the job. I've done the codes. I, I, like, I want to watch somebody who's good at this job being like, oh, those are limes. 
and like just when was the last time when was the last time you met somebody that had the codes down oh, never years. nicole kesey you remember her she knew the codes man we had a board of like who can who can who can ring up and bag and everything the fastest and the person who was the fastest was usually not the most personable what are the odds also i have only done the ring the produce up as other produce at walmart and i don't feel bad about it <laughs> You think the Walton family's doing okay? And also, the Walmart self-checkout is uh, superior to every other self-checkout. Dude, okay, so Walmart self-checkout is still, I have to scan my own groceries. It's like, you know, they pay people to do that for you. Yeah, but then they make small talk, and then I can't take exactly. my AirPods. Exactly. I have to take my AirPods out. Exactly. I want the small talk. I That's fine. To- you can want the small talk, but don't act like you're coming from some position of superiority here. Everyone should want the small talk. Let's talk to each other more. Let's go out into public and let's chat. I more. don't. But that's the thing is, I don't want to talk to strangers. I'm never going to see again. Oh, I want to chat with them. I want to talk. Kroger's to not the person. place I'm trying to build rapport with my employees. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to build rapport with them. They're trying to build rapport with me so that I come back to Kroger. But I'm going to instead come of back being like, I'm gonna, oh, hey. Tyler, look, only one lane is open, and it's only if you have less than twelve groceries. I know you have full cart of stuff go bring it up yourself loser i hate that i hate everything about that i have a family i have, uh, you know it's faster at ringing groceries professional grocery if you have a full cart of groceries you should not go through the self-checkout you're the reason self-checkout sucks <laughs> i don't want to go through self-checkout there's one lane open and then you just and go I through it uh, you can't they can't tell you if there's one line open they can't tell you it's express only the o- so the only I time I ever go through, and I've done this a dozen times for this specific reason, the only time I ever go through the self-checkout of Kroger with alcohol was is when I'm on my way to, like, a dinner engagement or, like, a game night at your house or Chris's house. I'll go to the, the Towers Kroger Yep, yep. Towers on Kroger. my yep. way mm-hmm. and pick a bottle of wine. And it's Friday night or Saturday night, like, 7.30 p.m., 7.25 p.m. Might be running a little bit late. Mm-hmm. And there's one lane open, and I'm like... Everybody in the world is in this lane. And so I have to go through self-checkout with the with the wine and they're like, Ugh. They gotta log it. They gotta be like, oh, let me grab a manager to get the uh That's the, uh, not even close to card. being true. They just scan their card and they type in 0101 1940. <laughs> That's exactly what they do. <laughs> I did 11 11 11 11. Sell a lot of wine to like uh <laughs> Roman legionaries. <laughs> You know what? I remember this is this is a great example of why the small talk matters. One time I was ringing people up and I was 14 and I worked at Kroger. I had no idea what older people than me looked like. I didn't know if you were seven years older than me or 70 years older than me. You were older than Tyler. I rang this lady up and I was like, oh, ma'am, I'm just going to need to see your ID. She was like, I haven't been carded in 40 years. And I was like, okay, well that doesn't, I've already said it. So I can't like, now I can't just take it back. Uh, and she was like, oh gosh, I can't get it out. And then she was like, you just made my day young man and i was like well you're welcome and that was a great moment and i remember that that was 13 years ago that that happened half of my life has happened since i carded that one lady people you know what happened when i carded people, people i don't want to make small the talk bar with. people went to to like make small talk with the waiters me you know when i carded people there they'd be like uh tyler seriously <laughs> i'm like listen man i'm not going to jail over your two dollar beer okay just let me see your freaking driver's license. We have class together. Oh, I know it's a fake. No, I cannot serve you beers. Sorry. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever gotten upset with somebody for carding me. Yeah, because we're young enough that it makes sense. <laughs> the thing is, like, if you ask somebody at the table for their ID and I pull up my ID and then you're like, you look at me, and you're like, oh, I don't need it. Just freaking look at it, man. Like, it's already <laughs> out of my wallet. Oh, I know, right? Just, just take it. Take it. Take it. Look at it. You know I'm 21. I know I'm 21. Just like, do, I already got it out for you, though. Because you everybody else at the table got carded, I didn't. Do you ever feel like, uh, 
Oh, I had I had a point here. Oh, do you ever feel like you know too much about your ID? No. I'm always afraid that they're going to get it and they're going to be like, uh-huh, what's the birth date? And I'll be like, December 1st, 1992. And they're like, wow, you got that really quick. You rehearsed that? Nobody's no. ever going to do that. That's my birth. They, they would talk about it. They would talk about it. And I'm like, no, that's my birthday. And then one time, I like, I don't know why I did this. I was like 24 at the time. I handed them my ID and not like, like I just recited my driver's license number because I know it off the top of my head. I, I do as well. And, and that's like so suspect. I almost said it here on the podcast. Then I was like, no, I think. I almost did as well. Be, I, I think that could be identified for, for other things. <laughs> Uh, but I like, I just recited it and I feel like that's super suspicious to be like, yes, this is my ID. I'm Tyler D. Carlin. I was born 12011992 and my driver's license number is, I feel like at that point, the person's like, yeah, this is a fake. I just, just so you know. Yeah. Um, but no, like people I don't want to make small talk with include cashiers at Kroger, Uber drivers. Um, you don't want to talk to the Uber driver? The people that are getting the stuff out of the cases for me at Best Buy. <laughs> yes, that is somebody I did not want to talk to. I didn't I don't want, want to talk to, to the thing is, I didn't want to have to talk to them in the first place. And like, right. here's my thing about the Best Buy in Roanoke, and this has been my last like six experiences buying something here to the point where I'm about to stop using Best Buy. Then, oh, like, no, I, I, when I, if, when I, if there's when a... I, don't need something that's in the case. If I'm in there trying to buy like a memory card or whatever, like the blue shirts will hound me and be like, hey, just let me know if you need anything. You know, you know, just uh, just make sure you're looking at you. Just make sure you don't need anything. Don't need me to get you anything out of the cases. You know, you don't want to buy anything expensive. And then I'm like, I'm in there trying to buy AirPods out of the case. And I have to, I, I'm, I'm standing there waving my arms in the aisle and there's nobody. <laughs> there's nobody there. And like the one you time know, I needed you people, there's nobody. You know what frustrates me more than anything is Best Buy employees don't make commission. It is like literally just their manager hounding them to be like, just talk to all the customers. That's what they expect. And that's what they want when they come here. I don't want to talk to anybody at a store. Best Buy employee knows this. I'm certain the Best Buy employee knows like, this. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody at Best Buy. For Like, I am literally, I'm going in there as Ron Swanson and being like, I, I know more than you. <laughs> a lot of times. I have this here's because here's my process for buying something at Best Buy. I've researched it. I, I know I know exactly what I want, and I know that you have it in stock. I looked it up before I drove across town. That's why I'm here, and I know where it is. <laughs> have you ever done this thing where you're like, I know you have it in stock. I'm not doing store pickup because I don't trust you to grab the right item. I don't want. I, I'm not doing store pickup because I've decided I want it, and I have to have it now. And if I do store pickup, it's going to take you three hours. <laughs> I was no, at, I no, because here's the thing, is like, I've like, done okay. it before, where they were like, well, don't you need store pickup? And I was like, I was at Target next door, Target didn't have the thing, and I know you have it. <laughs> I checked the app, I walked over here after I checked the app. I was in uh, like, I don't want to talk to somebody at American Eagle. I don't want to talk to somebody at any store that isn't Here's like, what I don't want. Here's the small talk I don't want, is, could you please open a changing room for me? Seriously, just, just, you know why? just let me open I, the doors. Just, yeah, just leave them open. You know, the problem with this is, and I get why they don't do it, because uh, like, then you can just open the doors on random strangers and be like a weirdo um no like lock from the inside that's true that's a good point look at you making good points look at you they oh, should I, hire you i've had this thought before believe it or not <laughs> where i'm like i don't want to have to talk to you to get changing room because my big fear is that i'm gonna walk up there and be like hey uh i just need a changing room and they're gonna be like you want to try that on why look i my, i'm so concerned that they're gonna make fun of me for the clothes that i picked out to try on and here's the thing with changing rooms i hate using changing rooms do i fold the thing and put it back 
Do I leave it in the changing room? Do I leave it on the rack outside? Like it is it is a different etiquette at every store. I mean, it is. The, the answer is never fold it and put it back. But No, the answer is leave it in the changing room. Or on the thing outside the changing rooms. I've been yelled at for leaving stuff in the changing rooms before. Really? Yeah. Now, if it's... There are stores where I just don't try stuff on. At and this then point. there's like I, you know, I'll open the changing room door and there's somebody standing there going, "So what'd you think? Didn't fit, huh? <laughs> yeah. Didn't fit? Did it? Yeah, I could have told you that. <laughs> could have told you that. People, people, your size tried that size out all the Sir, time. There's no way that you're a large. <laughs> Which nobody's ever said that to me, but they do. They do like. So how was everything? Everything, everything good? Everything good? Everything good? You want to buy, you want to buy 17 pairs of pants? <laughs> but the thing is, I know none of these retail employees in Roanoke, none of them care what you buy. No, for none sure. None of them. But it's the, it's the, it's the mall retail upsell. Yeah. It's like, oh, did you know, uh, did you know that we're having a, um, if you buy 14 pairs of pants, you get 11 free just today only today in store only <laughs> trying to get rid of these pants. If you buy, if you buy a hundred pairs of jeans, we'll give you a cat. <laughs> Thank you. If you open an American Eagle credit card, you get 20% off the order. And um, a free cat. Yeah, welcome to Macy's. Would you like to buy a Macy's card today? You get 5% off your $14 t-shirt. <laughs> Nobody. I'm going to save that for when I buy something expensive right. that it's I like, then forget to this pay is what, off. This is why I go through the self-checkout machine at Target. Because the self-checkout machine at Target is a religious experience. Nothing works better in the world. And the self-checkout machine at Target. Walmart was the best. I, uh, no, Target, yeah, but Target has doesn't sell gro- like Unless you go Target like, a pays, super Target. Target pays their employees a living wage in Roanoke, which is like, obviously they're good employees now. I go through the checkout line to chat with the employee because they care about their job. No, I, no. I relish I go in the, the real check- checkout I'm right about this. Shut up. There's no way you're I right go about through, this. No, I am right about this. I go through the checkout li- or the self-checkout at Target because the self-checkout at Target isn't going to try to sell me on getting a Target red card to pay for my deodorant. I pay with a red card every time I go to Target. I do not. I don't have a Target credit card. Oh, yeah. So this is maybe the difference. <laughs> like when I appear with the- Have you seen Up in the Air when um George Clooney walks down the special aisle and like presents him with the card and the the employee at American oh, Airlines is like That's me at Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> it's me and Target at Best Buy. One it's time like, I tried to return back, something Carlin. to Best Buy because I got the wrong thing. Like it just it wasn't going to work. And I was like, hi, I don't have the receipt. Can I return this? And they pulled out my phone number. And they were like, sir, you're Elite Preferred. You could return something you bought at Target. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm going to Target but no, now. It's like, I, I, and this is, every, this is everywhere with store cards. But usually at, I'm, when I'm at a place that has a store card, I'm buying something that is more than like, you know, $8. Correct. I'm not using the store card if I'm not making a major purchase. Right. It's like I'm at Target because I need a bathing suit because I leave somewhere. I leave for a trip tomorrow and I don't right own a now. bathing suit. I am on the way there. And it's set. Yeah. I'm on the way to like my flight. <laughs> right. And this bathing suit is $7 and I don't need you to tell me the approximate savings that I'm going to take by opening a red card. You should just get a red card though. It's a worthwhile card. Uh, no, because I'm never a... buying something at Target where I'm like, ah, this is the time I'm going to use that one time 10%. It is, I think it is It is always a percentage off and it's just a debit card. Like it links to your debit account. It's not a credit card. Not the one they try to tell me. <laughs> I don't think there is a Target credit There's card. There's absolutely, there? the Target red card is a credit card. Is it? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I just, bro, I, I think you have it. a credit card, my dude. <laughs> I don't think you have I, a Target bank account. Like when you just said, "Oh, it's a debit card. It's just a card that like links to your bank account." That's a credit card. <laughs> you just have been- automatic payments set up on that credit card. <laughs> you didn't open an account with the First National Bank of Target. You don't get your paychecks deposited to Target. <laughs> I actually, if you talk to Target, they'll tell you I do. 
I'm sure you do, because every time I've ever mentioned something at Target to Emily, she was like, I was at Target today. Every single time ever. We go, to, we go to Target so much that I don't smell Target anymore. I don't know what that means. I can't place offhand what Target smells like. It, I, <coughs> I don't know if it's every Target. I know that the Roanoke Target has a, has a stank. A stank? A stank. I, I know, know that you have no sense of smell, so you this is this is not relatable to you. And dear listener... There's no smell in an audio medium, but just imagine a Target. <laughs> Does it smell more like a Walmart or more like a Lowe's? More like a Lowe's. Because those are the two stores. It doesn't. There's no way it smells like Lowe's. It doesn't smell like lumber. It smells like the Lowe's smells like wood. I love. Truth <sighs> be told, if you gave me like a car freshener that was like Lowe's scent, like big want, box home want... improvement store scent. Do you want hardwood car freshener? Not even just, no, it's not just hardwood. It's like, this is the <laughs> whole conglomerate of what Lowe's smells like. Because like, I've been to lumber stores and I've been to hardware stores and Lowe's smells like both. Okay, this would be more on the hardware side. So like a true value? Like an Ace, yeah. No, because Ace has mulch. Like a true value. I guess not every Ace has mulch. Does any Ace have mulch? <laughs> I don't think so. Not inside. <laughs> they usually don't put mulch inside. <laughs> a hardware store? Even at Lowe's, uh, the mulch is in the garden section, like it is at Walmart. That's not mulch. That's a bag of sad. Okay, well, yeah, I'll tell you what Ace Hardware doesn't have is, like, truck mulch, where you get mulch delivered to your house in a truck. Does it not? No. What am I thinking I don't of? think so. When was the last time you were at an Ace Hardware guy? What's the one next to Brambleton Deli? That's Northwest True Value. Okay. Then I don't know. There's nice hardware on Main Street in Rocky Mountain. In Rocky Mount, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the last time I was there when I was when I lived a block from there. Uh so two thousand one. Um they had the best sleds. I live down the street from uh not down the street, but I live near a store called Mulch and More. You do. It caught fire right when I used to work for Chris. Yeah. But they, they probably sell mulch. Mulch and more? Yeah. You think mulch and more sells mulch? I think mulch and more sells mulch. <laughs> That's a shot in the dark. That's a tough one. Just a, just a. Did you know that you can go to the dump in Roanoke and buy mulch infested with termites and bring it to your house? I'm sure you can. Yes, you can just do that. I don't. So I've, I'll be honest with you. I've yeah. never owned a home. You, I don't what, know what mulch you are, is for. You're sitting in the home you own right now. Mulch is for, um, like, uh, do you know the gardens in front of my house? Gardens? Wow. Ouch. Gardens by a, a, a in front of your house. Term. The place where the where the potted not potted where the where the like bushes and the and the flowers are in front of the lattice between okay, the lattice yeah, and the grass. That's bushes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's bushes and flowers. Are there flowers? That's where mulch goes. Yeah, there's flowers. Eighty-five percent of the time, I go over to your house. It's raining. I did, did, what is what is that? This these past few years was it like this growing up, and we just didn't notice? No, it's just every. It's literally. It could be sunny for mm. all day, and I'll decide to go over to your house, and it's like. Mm. Tut tut, looks like rain. Oh, that's a uh, 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 Winnie the Winnie the Winnie the uh, number two, the poo. Yeah, Winnie the uh, feces. Yep, that guy. All I do is Winnie, Winnie, Winnie. Um, but yeah, and so I'm just trying to make it in the front door as fast as possible. Eighty five percent of the time I've ever been to your house. Porch, you can just stand on the covered porch. Okay, well I'm trying to make it to the porch. <laughs> well, there's a spot where mulch. I don't know what mulch does. No, but I know where it goes. I guess it's just cosmetic, and it smells nice, and it like fertilizes. I know that recently uh, I was going to drop something off just outside of your house. It was a microphone. And yeah, you were, I said please put that inside. And you were like, please. no, 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 just go inside and and and. and 
and bring it inside. And I was like, oh, oh. No, you're going to you're going to reveal to the world that my house is a wreck. I was not going to do that, actually. OK, cool. I was going to reveal you. my own toxic trait. What's your toxic in trait? That I unlocked your door, went inside, dropped off the microphone, the mic stand and the mic cable, walked back outside, realized that you had a package after I'd already locked the door. And I was like, well, I can't unlock it again. I'm just going <laughs> to leave the package here. She so just left the package. I just outside. left the package on the front porch. <laughs> and I was like, if he questions me about it, I will just say it got there after I got there. <laughs> I'm sure that's what I thought when I got home. I was like, oh, this package arrived. <laughs> yeah, I uh, literally, I was good because I was like, ah, got to bring the package in. And then I locked the door and I was like, shoot, did not bring the package in. But then I noticed you have like a ring doorbell now or a Nest doorbell. It's a ring. Yeah. A ring doorbell or whatever. So I was like, oh man, they just, they also just got a notification that I was here. So like. They know. I don't want to like, I don't know. Because I didn't know if you told Emily that I was going to be dropping by. Uh, I don't know if I did either. And I, I didn't want her to get know. like a. Somebody is being weird on your front porch and stealing a package <laughs> notification because I don't exactly know how the ring thing works. You know what's crazy is like Chris's at Chris's house. If you go up and you like get near the thing, it's like oh, Tyler's visiting, and like in my yeah, house, it doesn't apparently do that I at all. don't. Well, I, it, Ty, Chris has only recently started doing that. Okay, so I think you have to cut, have it for a while because like yeah, it recognizes. My- Laura and Tony, but not me. Interesting. Maybe it's you because you have a beard. Maybe. Laura does not have a or beard. Or I don't have a contact picture in Chris's phone. That could be it also. But yeah, it's definitely it was definitely weird the first time I was over there and the ring was just like, ding dong, Tony's here. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, it, and it plays out of his like surround sound. So it was it was alarming. Okay, so we are ready to wrap. Yeah, we should bring it back to Birds of Prey for a moment. You know what? So that was a wrap. good... That's a good second half of the show. Good tangent. 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 Tangential. Tangent. Mahjong. Welcome to Ethan and Tyler play Mahjong in silence. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Click. Click. I think Mahjong is a tile game, right? Like you play it with tiles. Like the tiles would make a clacking sound when you set them down. Oh, good move. Sorry. Oh, it was an excellent Mahjong. You really Mahjonged my Mahjong I there. Mahjonged the crap out of you just there. Yeah. Got you good. Flapjack! 1-0. <laughs> Have you been watching the XFL? This is the most bonkers football league I've Bro, ever seen I, in I my life. I love it. I go Washington. What I, is our team? DC the defenders, defenders. The DC Defenders. Yes. What a great team. I Ugh. wish. I just wish that they weren't stupid about it and just put them in smaller markets. Oh, I know. They're all. Or bigger markets that don't have teams. I think like seven of the eight markets have teams, right? Yeah. And there's like an Orlando team. Is there only eight teams? There's got There's only eight teams. Okay. Seven of eight, I think, are in uh, already pro football towns. So there's St. Louis, Houston, Dallas, Seattle, New York, Los Angeles, Tampa Bay, and DC, and LA. So the only one without a football team is St. Louis. And they and have these, a some of these team. might be not put together yet teams. No, that's correct. Go Hold DC on. Defenders. I think I read too many teams, though. I think he read nine. No, because there were more after that. Oh. There was like the Birmingham Blaze. Oh, I love that. That's yes. Sorry, Birmingham Thunderbolts. I want like the 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 Richmond Rednecks. No, I don't want that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so currently... The Richmond Renegades. Yeah, so currently the only team that is in the city that doesn't already have a um, XFL team is the St. Louis Battlehawks. Or an NFL team is the St. Louis Battlehawks. And they used to have an and NFL team. And they used to have team. an NFL team. And I believe that there is, like, another LA team planned and another New York team planned. So, like, there's not a reason that New York needs four football teams. Right. That being said, New York has enough people to like, like, like we want Richmond or Roanoke or something like New York's market is more than four times as large as ours. I agree, but they have two NFL teams. They don't need two XFL teams. Like they, if, this, the XFL needs to set itself up like the NFL's minor league, basically. Right. They need to be in. But instead, they're just like, oh, we're going to give you football in the months where there aren't football, which I guess is a good move. But like, 
I don't know. I just don't want to like. I don't right. They they care need to about be the like DC defenders in Charlotte, in Richmond, in uh, Charlotte has the Panthers already. I'm sorry, in Raleigh. Yeah, you get, that's what I'm saying. Is you could give cities like Oklahoma City and like Raleigh that already have other pro sports teams, right? But don't right. have. Okay, let's wrap Birds of Prey. <laughs> yeah, but I do not have currently have an NF or an XFL team that I am cheering for. Why not the DC Defenders? I don't like DC teams. Oh, you, it's the worst fan base in sports. <laughs> I don't think there's a good part of the XFL fan base. <laughs> okay, well I don't know anything about the DC Defenders fan base, but the the whole Redskins, Capitals, uh, I mean not the Wizards, but the Nationals. There, that whole fan base sucks. I don't live in DC, man. Like I live in Virginia. All the Carolina teams are closer. Not much. Charlotte's not that much closer than D.C. It's over an hour. Is it really? Yeah. You big Panthers fan? I mean, no. Because if you are, Ron Rivera, their former head coach, he uh, coaches the uh, the Washington, D.C. Redskins. Cool. <laughs> um, okay, Birds of Prey. Let me get the uh, the big movie list, which is, why do we do this? Okay, there's a clear breakfast food for this film. It is a bonkers expired American cheese, bacon, and eggs sandwich yeah it's exactly what it is it's hangover food it's exactly what it is and you know what i kind of like it i kind of like it will i buy the blu-ray no no probably not i'd be surprised but i would i would put a character from it on my desk as a pop figure right but it's it gonna like... take some doing for me to watch it again yeah yeah well um so it's i would say a little bit better than little women not as good as klaus this is not better than little women <laughs> No, I think this is going to be back in the like Zombieland territory. I straight up did not like this as much as Zombieland. What about Ghostbusters 2016? I liked it better than Ghostbusters 2016. Okay, so that's exactly what I said, right? The Zombieland territory. I know, I was just letting you know that I did not enjoy it as much as Zombieland. No, I, I'm in the same boat. Zombieland is better. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm with Man, that. Man, if you want gore, there you go. I just, but it's not. They just blow up a gas station that there's just zombies in. It's still pretty gory compared to this. Yeah. Compared to Hunt I for want, the Wilder People, which you complain about the grotesque gore in. You're not living that one down. Uh. When you were like, this pig getting killed is too much for me. I, okay. I don't think that's what I said, but. Let's roll the tape. I'm not going to go find it. No way. Not, <laughs> no chance. No way. Not today. Not ever. No way. No way. Okay, so we have breakfast food, we have movie ranking. I think that's everything we do at the end of our show. Yeah, we deleted the villain ranking. Sometimes I gotta remind myself of that. So what else is there? We do oh, the plugs. Yeah. Cool, let's plug some stuff. Plug some stuff. Oh, me? Yeah, go for it. Oh, okay. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram and on Twitter at Bacon and Eggs Pod. You can follow me at AmeriCarlin on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Ethan at Wow Now and Edge Hill Photos. <sighs> the O's are zeros, except in What's Edge up? Hill Photos. Yeah, the, the O's in Photos are, are O's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you can, uh, you can, you should, you, what you should really do is you should go to WBNE.org if you like this show and check out the other shows that are there. I've been thinking a lot about how do we hear about new podcasts and how do we listen to new podcasts and how many of the podcasts I like bring me so much joy and how I'm so begrudging to listen to podcasts on the recommendations of a podcast host like me. Um, are you? so what I did this week was while I was listening to the podcasts I like, if they plugged a show, I, I told myself, you know what? Maybe maybe this person knows what they're talking about and they're right that I will like this other show that they recommend. And you know what happened every single time, Ethan? You liked the podcast. They were so right. So what they're you listen to? What, so are your new, what are your new podcasts? I will tell you the one I did today. I've been listening to a lot of Reply All because I've, I'm on a journalism bug and it's like journalism that's not, it's like journalism about journalism. So it's so good. If you don't listen to Reply All, it's so great. So what I listened to, I listened they to PJ Vote been, on one episode of I Only Listen to Mountain Goats and he was cool. PJ Vote, he's very good. Um, It's, uh, and, and they have been sponsored by a show 
sponsored by ADP, like the company you clock in through called Better For It. And it's just about like businesses that have succeeded and failed and like stories in HR. And I listened to an episode the most recent one about food foraging about this woman who opened a business where like the whole business model was that she wanted to have 10 customers a week um to like sit down for like a family style dinner and like it wasn't advertised at all it was like this ghost restaurant and it was just all about how like this type of concept works and exists in so many places but it, it didn't work for her and just like but the the menu was so cool and that she went out and found all of the ingredients herself and like foraged them in the woods in the midwest it was very cool um but i listened to it and it was very good and i really liked it um that was what i listened to today after listening to reply all and so i want you to maybe if you are like a reasonable person take my advice and listen to one of the other shows on the wbne.org uh, network um i think you will really like all of them um specifically this week i want to talk to you about following dreams with isaac carlson um this is a really good interview show so isaac is like a made it youtuber um like he has hundreds of thousands of subscribers he is making videos about positivity about about what it means to love what you do and about like uh about magic and it's these really really cool videos that he makes uh, and then he wanted to know what other creators have done after they've sort of followed their dream, achieved their dream, how they found new dreams. And he does all these really great interviews. And he, the questions he asks are very thought provoking, are very interesting. And it's a really, really good podcast. I think you'd like it. There's a preview for it right here. Hello, fun people. I'm Isaac Carlson. And on Following Dreams, I'm focused on exploring the stories of people who are following their passions and achieving their dreams. After years of creating Disney videos for my YouTube channel, Watso Videos, I wanted to continue my goal of spreading magic by creating a podcast that strives to help inspire you to pursue what you love by hearing how others have done it. By interviewing creative people who have been able to live their lives as artists, animators, YouTubers, and business owners, together we get to hear the stories of wonderful people while also uncovering what it takes to follow your dreams. That's so wild that you're like begrudging to take the recommendations of the host you like. It's so weird that it, but because like, I don't know why, like for whatever reason, I cannot listen to Jordan Jesse go. Uh, it's not my favorite. I've listened to a couple episodes. It's not. But I, why, why won't I turn it on? Why won't I try it? Oh, you can't try it. What do you mean? You you haven't tried it. Right. Oh, I, you said you can't listen to it. I thought you meant like, oh, I just can't with that one. Which like, no, I no, get. no, no. It's like, it's like they, they, they push it every week. Like, why can't I listen to Sawbones? I know I like at least half the coasts, hosts on that. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to Sawbones. I I don't have a problem usually like checking out the other McElroy properties. I'm not a fan of all of them. No, I think that's that's what you learn. If if you create a lot of things, then you, you have some winners and some not necessarily some duds, but you know. Yeah, like I cannot strokes, I cannot folks. listen to Griffin's Couples podcast. What is theirs called? Wonderful. I haven't listened to it. Um, I can't. Yeah, I can't listen to it. Uh, anyway, WBNE's gonna have more shows soon, which is exciting. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about the one that we're launching next. Uh, it's gonna be so good. But if you if you like following dreams, or if you want something maybe a little bit different, also check out shows like That's What I'm Talking About, where comedian Mary Clay Watt reads Lord of the Rings for the first time. You don't need to read along. She does a really good job summarizing it. Um, and it's really funny. It's really good. Or check out Sincerely Us, where they interview uh, like Broadway professionals about the broadway stage process it's very very cool and they also just talk about broadway news and broadway life and broadway themes and it's very good they are interviewing like or possibly have interviewed the creator of the lightning thief musical yeah and that's going to be a really interesting interview i'm excited to hear it i Same. cannot wait um 
So yeah, check out those shows. And then I don't know what else to plug. I know that graphite.vmb is where you go for all your logos and things. Uh, Vaishan is the best. He's the easiest to work with. He's very quick turnaround. He's very inexpensive. Uh, but the quality is there. It's like that thing. You remember that triangle where they were like, you can pick two. You can have a job and lots of money and a family, but no friends. Vaishan is all three. He is your best friend. He is your mom and dad. And he's your well-paying job all at the same time. That's that's very true. Yeah, I just commissioned a new logo from him for Unnamed D&D Podcast. I'm so excited about the Unnamed D&D Which podcast. is 100% named. We have a name now, yeah. So you can... You can stop tweeting me your names for a podcast. But if you like this show and you want to tweet about it, tell your friends. Um, you don't necessarily have to tweet at WBNE or whatever our show Twitter is. Use the hashtag HowdyYokes. Uh, post your Instagram posts if you have fan art or uh, our tweet about the show using the hashtag HowdyYokes. We're going to use that moving forward. That's how I want to talk about the show. Or if you have suggestions or questions or comments, or definitely not death threats. If you have death threats, just don't tweet those or put them on Instagram. Nice, uh, very hyper narrow poll there. <laughs> Nick O'Keefe somewhere is listening to this like, yes, I got it. Peter (laughs) Matheson. Nailed it. (laughs) Megan Merritt somewhere out there in the world. Um, Yeah, because Peter Matheson is definitely not listening. No way. He might. He was always supportive of my projects growing up. We would have said, he would have, we've said questions, comments, death threats enough on the show that he would have said something by now. You're right. He would have. Um, But yeah, tweet about the show, hashtag HowdyYokes, or post your your Instagram posts about the show, hashtag HowdyYokes. Tell your friends, that's how we grow the show the best, um, is to tell people about the show. Ethan, do you have anything that you wanted to add? Nope. Cool. Uh, What movie did we watch? Birds of Prey? Birds of Prey. Oh, gosh. Go give it your $12. Uh, Yes, definitely do that. Anyway, uh, I've been Ethan Etchill, he's been Tyler Carlin, until next time, Arrivederci. And the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn.